0: Oh,
1: uh, real American wizard.
0: There he is back. <laughs> the All right, look. Mr. Corrine.
1: sorry um uh welcome to the show uh we're now recording reed has arrived right on time this is i'm going to share this before we start okay and this is this is gandalf the gray and uh you know the hobbits were giving gandalf a hard time for being late and gandalf says i'm not i'm never late wizards are never late they arrive precisely when they mean to
0: yeah There's Reed. (laughs) There's Reed.
1: (laughs) Man, it totally disrupted my whole plan for the start of this show. (laughs) What was that? I thought it was going to be going this way. and then you appeared and totally changed everything.
0: And then disappeared. And then then
2: reappeared. Double. Double triple so it turns out today's topic is reed's life story
1: (laughs) go ahead
3: no i don't think so
1: when did it start when did it when did this start when did all this start
3: centuries ago
1: Here's a show. We had a show idea, Pete. Let, 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 let me run this by you. The idea for the show was was um, to bring people on and ask them the moment they realized, when was the moment that you realized you carry you carry a bottle of water
2: with you everywhere you go?
3: Peter, do you do that? No. I know somebody that does, though you don't always have water Mm -mm. a big
2: jug you have a jug of water yeah
3: so you do carry water with you don't you yeah that's what we're saying (laughs) like it's it's like a habit everyone picks up on their own like independently carrying water Um, yeah it's a good point (laughs) Like because I mean, I remember it it kind of there was a time in my life when like it wasn't my habit to always have water. and then at some point, I just always had water with me. It was a glass or a bottle next to the bed. There's some kind of bottle in the car. I got something at my desk.
0: yeah, I always had water on my nightstand like when I was a kid. yeah, I, like I, yeah, had- I love
3: having a glass of water on my nightstand.
0: Yeah, I was always told to have um I needed to drink water the first thing that I when I woke up in the morning. I don't, and I can't remember, that was like early. I was I had to be just like seven, eight years
2: old. Like there was always water.
0: Yeah, I always
1: had these these little little red cups by my bedstand all the time. Because it's the worst. You wake up and you're so thirsty sometimes.
3: And then the water tastes so good.
1: So good.
3: But now that I'm, uh, it tasted the best when, when I was a kid and I had it on my nightstand. Cause maybe cause I wasn't drinking water all the time throughout the day. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I remember that, wa-
0: that water, that water changed forms over the years, but like there was def- there was always a liquid.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Always with you. I remember how good it would feel like, like when I was I was shaking like a leaf, I was coming off of off of a big run or something. And uh, I take a couple of drinks like 10 o'clock in the morning, 11 o'clock. And then like 15, 20 minutes later, like my hand stopped shaking and I was like, oh, this is great.
2: Oh, this yeah, is, this is
0: amazing. Because I get I get the shakes like I would get the, my hand would my hands would move.
1: Dude, I had the I had the wildest dream last
0: night. Water didn't work though. I needed alcohol.
1: So I had a dream last night that somebody was offering me some black tar heroin. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I and I said in the most logical way, it was the weirdest using dream ever. I said in the most logical way, I really want to, I really want to get high with you, but I can't because if I do, I'm just gonna to want to keep using it so it was there it wasn't it wasn't it was very matter of fact it was just that looks awesome i really wish i could but i can't it was it wasn't there wasn't anything more than that
0: that's That's interesting
3: yeah that's it that's the practice that's the everything we do is is practical like there's no no beliefs or fears need to be involved there it's a simple I uh, just, I know I don't want to make that choice for X reason. That's it. Yeah. It was a,
1: clear as day. It's super simple.
3: Uh
1: huh. It's like uh, I stopped eating. <laughs> I stopped eating Totino's pizza rolls. Finally, <laughs> I stopped eating the pizza rolls because when I do, I wake up in the morning and I have a bad time. <laughs> And so now I have, now I make the, I just don't do that. I just don't choose to do it because I've had enough bad times.
0: Yeah. With the pizza rolls. (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So I, I, I'll tell you this um, story. I had a really weird dream like two or three nights ago and I, I never, I'm one of those dudes. Like I never remember my dreams. Like I know that I had a dream, but I can't remember it. But this one I actually remembered and I slept through the whole thing. So. You guys, I'm assuming have had those um, those dreams where like you were either drinking or using. Um, did you guys ever have any of those? Oh yeah, yeah. So and I, I've never gotten a lot of those, and I've been sober for a while now. And I had uh, the most bizarre uh, ever. I had um, so I was in the dream. I was, I was dreaming that I was asleep and I, who was asleep, um, was dreaming about drinking. And so then, and I couldn't, the character in the dream, which was me, I couldn't recognize if I had been drinking or not. And I'd started like rationalizing, like that would not be possible. Like it wasn't possible for me to drink because, um, I was asleep. But then I started remembering like all this weird stuff, like from the past where like I might've actually taken a drink, but I didn't remember that I took a drink. Like I wasn't sure if I'd done it or not. And then that I stayed asleep for the whole thing. And I kept going like back and forth, back and forth. And then when I woke up in the morning, when I actually woke up, I was like, it wasn't possible for that person to drink because that person was me and I, and I haven't been drinking (laughs) I was, there was like a a character, like I was dreaming in the dream, if that makes sense.
1: Uh Inception.
0: It was like two layers of dream about alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It was the weirdest thing ever. And so when I woke up, actually, I was like, I had to think about it for a while because I was going, and I just laid there. I was going, wait a second. I was dreaming about the drinking dream. And I was having the drinking dream about the person that was having the drinking dream in the dream. Yeah. In the dream. And I couldn't like, I couldn't figure out the character in the dream, which was me couldn't figure out if he had been drinking or not.
1: Interesting.
0: And then I woke up and I was like, well, the character is sober and I'm sober because I haven't had a drink in six and a half years.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you have, and you don't
0: know. Ah. So, possible i mean who i it was weird though it was a really trippy experience
1: i had a i had a friend who woke up this was really cool it was like a few months ago he called me he woke up with amnesia he woke up not knowing who he was what he was where he was that's nice right i was like dude that's that's a profound experience man he was like dude, just a tree he said the whole day he was like on a cloud yeah things things didn't things in the material like things were he didn't have labels for any things like he couldn't tell that that was a fork or that was a nightstand it was just like everything was just he just didn't know what anything was
3: yeah ug krishnamurti describes that during his awakening period what do you mean he didn't he couldn't label any objects he had to he had to ask his wife what things were wow just he didn't have any he could he could see and not he could see see perfectly clearly but didn't uh you did not know what they were had no idea what anything was
1: dude it was so interesting because i'm on the fo- i was on the phone with him and i i took it like that like you just described i was excited for him but in the back of my mind i also saw the other story of like if this was someone else on the phone they might be concerned like yeah they might be worried about him Yeah. And I was like, this isn't something to worry about.
0: Then I'm assuming his memory came back. Yeah. Yeah. The next day or whatever. Yeah. Bad. By the end of the day, actually. Boilet.
3: Okay. Sometimes I wonder how much. Um, so an experience like that, taken from the right perspective is positive and maybe comforting. Same experience from a different perspective be terrifying and cause for alarm. Um, I'm wondering how often I experience um feelings and sensations and phenomena that are either mundane or positive and I mistake them in a uh threatening context, Yeah. yeah, like how much of what I don't like is merely a misperse- uh, a misunderstanding.
1: Yeah, there's, it makes me think about, I do want to go into some of these topics that we got. And this is, I think this is a, this is a good, a good enough segue, but when I started to see that, no, it's not. <laughs> when I started, no. I mean, when I started, and then, I'm not going to it's never a good segue when you say this is a segue.
3: I'm not going to let you talk about any of your topics. Is that
1: the, I knew you came in with some heat, dude.
3: I mean, <laughs> as soon as you just said that right now, like inside, I resolved to not let any topics, planned topics occur. So no planned topics? Was it that easy to dissuade uh, it with it?
1: Well that's what's interesting I didn't plan the topics I was just driving and they popped in my head
3: So is it, yeah so where do they come from do they come from the devil or do they come from God
1: Well I don't Well that that brings us to the poem for today a poem appeared as well
3: another segue <laughs> Poem from a demon Adam
1: <laughs> No it's it, it it referred to what you were talking about last week what the the oscillation you were describing, you know, did it come from the devil? Did it come from God? How do you tell what's the, where's all this stuff occurring? Like, is this bad? Is it it bad? Because I'm saying it's bad. In that sense, I'm the devil.
3: Exactly. Like that's what, that's kind of what I was just saying. Like how much, how much of my negative experiences are simply because I've decided something beforehand is, is not good. All of my, yeah, simply, Simply believing it's positive instead what would that you know what would happen yeah all of the all of the things that I associate with anxiety, you know any physical sensations I don't like. what if I were to say this is a manifestation of a positive change occurring instead of this is a manifestation of a um insidious condition that needs to be fixed,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. So I try to look at it like, as um like from a, uh, like a place of neutrality when that stuff happens, like Mm. rather than going one way or the other with it, it's like, and for me, like opportunity can sometimes have like a positive sort of connotation to it or meaning. But I, I think about opportunity more as like, uh, okay, I can go this way or that way. Like it's an opportunity to like, to respond or like do something. So it, that's something that's been helpful. I mean, you you know, you get you get dumped by the girl or like the the job sacks you or um even something like positive comes, right? Like uh like I think is positive, like the new job comes or the new opportunity, the new thing comes. It's like, well, this is just an opportunity. Like you don't have to take you don't have to do this or you can do this. Like it
2: it's it's either this way or that way. Like you don't doesn't it's your decision. And that space of neutrality,
1: that space of, uh I, I, it's, I'm finding it hard to do this without bringing in one of the topics that I that I shared.
0: That's all right. Reed Reid'll take care of that for you.
1: <laughs> so, so the seed of the self, like that's the 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 great reality, so to say that that. The stillness, the, uh, the undercurrent of all that is, the stillness beneath the manifestations of the, the, the stream or smoke of life, right? Whatever that is, to exist there is a, is a space of neutrality, a space of nothingness, a space of void.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So in essence, and, and I guess in some sense, it's it's that's home to be to be there, be where you are.
0: Yeah, that's what I believe.
3: We're gonna to need to define that better. It sounds a little bit, a little bit fluffy and nebulous to me. All right, sink your teeth into it, Adam.
1: Well, I, I got to have some more context. <laughs> I, gotta, I mean, I think everything's fluffy and nebulous. <laughs> that's what I mean,
3: we're in it. You're describing like a still void from which, blah 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 blah. But is that? Is that just a uh? A, a, is that just kind of a uh, fuck? I don't know. How a description you've adopted. Um, is it kind of a habit to speak of it like that?
2: It's uh, it's
1: an attempt to communicate s- something I've experienced.
3: What about experiencing right now?
1: Which is, brings me back to the group, you know, one of the interesting things about that group we were going to is throughout the discourse, they constantly remind you of that, like someone will say it, someone will reference it or point at it. And then all of a sudden, I find myself just watching my breath and looking out the window and just experiencing my mind stop, my mind's not working anymore. I'm not trying to describe or communicate things and everything just calms down everything just kind of spaces out.
3: That's what happens when I smoke a cigarette. Yeah. Every time it's like, whoa. I just, I come whoa. back to myself. It's very interesting.
1: And that's it. That's, that's the, the seat of the self.
2: Come back to yourself. Like I would ask, how would you, how would you describe it? Um, I mean, what am I describing?
1: That's the point. There's no chatter. There's no in, in, inside chatter. There's no labeling. There's no judging. There's no, there's nothing.
3: Even that's saying too much. Can't speak about a thing.
2: that's not there. Exactly. but I can speak about what's not there. Yes. That, That wouldn't you say that's what the work
1: is, is recognizing what isn't. Yeah.
3: Yeah, but to say what's not there is still a comparison to maybe a state when something was there or a state where you see these things appear.
1: So the way I picture it is it's like there's a globe, like a a really shiny light or a sun. And all of my ideas are like the veil over that or like the crust around it. And so when I start to see that, like, I'm viewing myself this way, I'm viewing you in this way, I'm saying there's a narrative here. I'm actually preventing the light from seeing in some sense. And I guess the light is that nothingness, but that doesn't make sense either because they're two totally different ideas. It's almost like, it's like getting my hands, my thoughts, my ideas involved in what is occurring, just strictly the moment as it is, is expressing itself. When I start to decide what it is, when I start to make life my business, is when is when it's just crust forms over the eyes or crust forms over the light or whatever it is that's allowing sight and so the work like peter's describing is recognizing and seeing what isn't that what isn't this the undefinable space beneath uh the world in which i experience
0: yeah and what i'm what i mean by that is like what isn't is like what what's not my business? Like what isn't my, what isn't within my, like what isn't within my um, direct um, like touching point, right? Like the only thing I can do is have a look at myself and whatever, however that is. And I think I, I, I believe that like the mastery of an individual is their own personal philosophy or their own personal understanding of how they operate in the world, not in relationship to anybody else, but like in, in sorting it out for themselves. Um, and, you know, there's a, I'm reading this book, um, right now, and it's talking a lot about, um, stillness and, um, it's interesting because the guy's not super, It's a nice book, but, you know, he's not the author is not super like intense with all this stuff. But he was he was he was listing out um, these different cultures and how there was um, always a belief in some sort of power or some sort of And the labels were obviously different um, throughout history. But for whatever reason, human beings were, you know, like um, seeing something or experiencing something that was greater than the individual self, but existed within them. And um, I don't know, as far as I can see that the coolest people or whatever have their own, their own independent philosophy or their own independent understanding of how they operate in the world. And I mean, Krishnamurti had it, uh, Alan Watts had it, um, Thomas Merton had it, and they all had different ideas um, or lack thereof
2: ideas, but regardless, it was how they, how they swam in the ocean, you know, I think that's the most important thing. if that makes sense.
0: What
3: does that look like in practice?
0: I don't know. I think it, uh, I think it comes, I think it comes down to like grappling with um, certainly grappling with ideas and looking at different, different cultures. And then, you know, that includes like um, that includes 12 step recovery, like all that stuff. Right. But, but then looking at that stuff and making it, making it individual, making it, um, not a mechanism, but making it, um, personal to the, to the, to the individual, regardless of what anybody else is doing. Um, I think it requires a lot of, uh, mental masturbation, but then I also think it requires a lot of nothingness, um, and exercise. Yeah. And then, you know, having it be fluid, so it changes and it, it can move and, Other ideas can be casted out and then no idea, you know, it just doesn't really matter that much as long as it's coming from the, from the individual that can see and understand, you know, how they, how they operate in the world. Um, Like, I mean, for me personally, like, um, I mean, I got interested in what was going on with me and how I was, how I'm like walking around in the world and my relationships to things. Like, how am I going to experience my life? and one of like i don't i don't believe that um i don't get a say in what my life looks like or like how i experience it like i don't i don't think that i can just do nothing like take like not move at all and experiences will just just like intentional experiences will occur experiences are always occurring but the, it's the intentional ones that are interesting to me that are exciting to me that you know, I'm curious about, um, but like in order to do that, I had to see, like, I do this, or I think this, or I believe this, and then I like, I do that, and then this is this is what I experience, and you know, those have to be, those had to be reworked to where I could see, like what I was doing, and then what the experience, what experience occurred, and then sort of pivot and and you know become more intentional of how I was living and what I was doing. And um so far, like it's grown. I mean, my life has grown and I enjoy my life more now than I did last year and the year before that. But it's independent of what it's independent of what anyone else says or thinks. Like I can listen to Alan Watts or Krishna Murdy or like and I'm curious about that. So I love that stuff. But then I always ask the question of like, well what does this mean for me? Like how what how how is this going to um like create more intentional experiences in my life. I don't know if that makes sense,
3: but. I think to live fully independently of what another, like you're saying, you know, the the unique or the the authentic individual is the one that embodies their own way of living essentially. Um, and to not, you know, not following the lead of others thoughts essentially but i think that would that, that uh has to include my own mind that my yeah. own mind is not also not not the authority um yeah 100 percent. i think it's a tool there.
0: i think it's like having a like a tape measure you know in your tool belt like i think it's just something that that i can like that like can be tapped into or like to 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 be like to watch it you know and how is it. How does it
2: operate? I, yeah.
3: So, Adam?
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> I think about programming. I think about like, my brain is a tool, yes, but it also falls asleep and, and starts to program itself according to what I'm digesting or, or what I'm experiencing. So every single morning or every single day, I think sleep kind of wipes away the programming in some sense or kind of gives you a refresh or a reboot on your computer. So I just think about like what I'm I'm trying to do is recognize where I'm programmed. And uh, it's like a, a science experiment. It's like, what can I take away? Like what beliefs? First of all, I don't think beliefs are, are helpful at all. Um, I don't think. But I will say that stories are incredibly effective. So I you know, I don't know. I, to me, it just seems like um, I, I'm really into not knowing. I'm really into experiencing that amnesic state of wonder uh, in the moment of what life wants wants to be. And so I, I I'm interested in getting all my thoughts about everything. like I'm I think the mind is great for practical things. I think it's great for planning and you know doing things like math you know stuff like that coordination um but it it also what what Pete was sharing it made me think about Bruce Lee too because Bruce Lee like all he did was study philosophers and different martial art forms and he arrived at the at the at the answer of no answer like he basically developed a school including that includes all forms yet honors none of them like it's every single martial artist that enters into that space, it's their responsibility to discover and to and to actualize uh whatever way works for them because we're all so different.
0: Yeah, I mean if you look at the different ways to do this or the different like ideas of how to do this, I mean, um I know Reed, you've looked into a lot a lot of these and, and I have too like every person that I've ever read about or like learn from they were all individuals within they were all individuals within the space like one zen zen master to the next zen master they you know they'll say different things but along the same line like it's a similar similar line of
3: of uh conditioning
0: yeah i guess you could say that i mean yeah it but there's like a it's an individual philosophy that like it it's like something happens where it makes sense or like, it's it's just, it's it, like, it doesn't need to be anything more than what it like. It doesn't need to be, doesn't need to be morphed or anything. It, it's more like coming to a place of understanding, like what, what's going on, like what's, how am I going to op, Like, how do I operate in the world? Um, and a lot of, a lot of those people say the same. I mean, Thomas Merton said a lot of the same things that, you know, Alan Watts talks about, right. But just in completely different ways. And they were completely different personalities as people, but like, you could see that each one of them on an individual basis, like grappled with themselves and like went inside and, and, and could see, could see themselves um, differently or individually in relationship to everything else. And, And then you have, then you have, people like, uh, you know, that self-realization fellowship, which was just when I, when we went to that, that talk, dude, like fucking bizarre experience, bizarre. That dude was, was wild, man. Like talk about, um, reaching into, into my, into my pocket and getting out my wallet, you know, like it was, but I'm sitting there thinking like all of these people, these people in this, in this church are like coming here because they're like, One, they're curious, like I was, but there's like, they they think there might be an answer to this thing. Like there might be something to get out of doing something like this. And then the pitch was, you know, ABC, whatever, if you do these things, like there is a path or there's a, there's, you know, these steps or whatever. And if you join our fellowship, our secret fellowship, which we're not going to give you any, any of the information until you pay your 150
3: bucks or whatever, and sign up for the program. (laughs) Then like, like, coming from a guy who had been a monk for 20 years and still hadn't gotten it himself. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But like, I'm sitting there in that experience, like saying, you know, this intuitively,
3: this just doesn't
0: feel right because everybody else I've ever like listened to is just giving it away. Like they don't even care what someone does with it because they themselves are comfortable. Like they're okay with themselves. They don't, they don't need anybody to join their group or join their team or like, they don't need to make money or they don't, you know, there's a needlessness there. And, um, you know, it was, it was interesting. And I was like, Autobiography of a Yogi is one of my favorite books. I mean, I love that book, but it's like, my feeling is that Yogananda, the information that he was receiving from, you know, his, his studies or, you know, his path wasn't in alignment with what I experienced at the, the, the pitch, the pitch show, you know, like, the book didn't, the book doesn't seem like, it doesn't seem like he's trying to sell anything to anybody. um, And so that was sort of like a, but there again, like that's a huge movement. I mean, they've got tons of money. They have a huge endowment, right? Like they've got beautiful properties in California. It's crazy, but people are just like sheep and cattle, like just funneling into these different, different things rather than like just sitting with themselves and figuring it out, like looking at themselves for what it is. Like, how am I going to operate in the world with me? Like, that's the question. And if I'm not interested in operating in the world with me, then I might as well just end the fucking show. It, you know, like,
3: doesn't make any sense. That's the question too. So how am I going to operate in the world as me or whatever? Like that, the answer to that is totally dropping the question. There's no, there's nothing, there's nothing involved beyond that. There's no, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be me by doing this. I'm gonna be me by examining that. I'm gonna be me by trying this. Like there's, there's, the end of that is just dropping the question. Like the people we're talking about are just themselves thoroughly, and that's why they're fascinating. And the people like that come to those, those big meetings to listen yeah. to them talk. Are the people who want to be somebody? Ironically, they want to be the person who's not interested in being anything. So they've already failed. Yeah. Um, And and I
0: guess the the way that the way that I was looking at it is like, well, what is this for me? Like, not not like, what am I going to do with this, or like, be a an enlightened person? Like, I don't, I've never cared about any of that stuff. It's like, how, like, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna move around in this thing. And, and like wake up in the morning and 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 like do th- like move around like swim in the ocean then like how do i have a say in that or don't i have a say in that
3: i see i say i say that question doesn't need to be answered and that by asking the question i'm out of alignment unless that you know happens to be what i'm doing at the time in which case it is in alignment but like as a as a practice or a, or a method like I like if I'm being myself authentically, I wouldn't fucking know it. I would have no clue that I'm doing anything. Yeah. If I feel like I'm doing something, then I'm, you know, there's the, there's the trying to be there, which is fine. But, you know, if I'm interested in my own experience. Um...
0: Well, see, here's the thing I I think, and I, I, I just believe that if, if I'm trying if i'm wanting to be something and i understand that i'm wanting to be something then i can experience peace in that
2: yeah
0: the the issue happens when when i was wanting to be something but um like i wanted to be something but i didn't realize that that's what i was doing i was like Is- oh i'm just myself i'm just myself but then i'm i'm ruminating constantly about being somebody else
3: the only I'll real just, just doing my thing man you know no you're not
0: <laughs> no you're not well,
3: The only real action i guess i could say like that seems to be possible like basically it boils down to like what i can do is be aware and that's it that's the end of it yeah. just be, be aware of what, what i'm what thinking, getting at. what i'm doing where i'm going what that's i'm feeling what getting at. that's it yeah and in that I'm um, there's an authenticity because then like yeah. you know i'm struggling with something um that's great. That's totally authentic, right. you know like the authentic person doesn't like just dissolve into a, a void of non-resistance. right. Or maybe they do. It does, there's not a there's not a uh, I guess the other mistake is you know we, we set someone up as the example of authenticity and then try to be that even if it's even if it's an idea that my mind has come up with and yeah. it's not something I'm seeing from someone else, and it's this idol of authenticity. And then I'm inauthentic because I, I'm not a. I guess because I'm not aware, but I am authentic because I can't never not be me fully, but I cannot be aware of it. But again, maybe it's the awareness that makes the difference because there doesn't seem to be.
0: Yeah. So there's a. I was listening. I went to a uh, meeting. I went to a. I listened to this guy talk yesterday, and uh, he was talking about his story. And he's been, you know, he's been uh, sober for 31 years and uh this is like in his early days when he was you know looking to to catch sobriety and was at a meeting one day and he listened to this guy give a give a talk and uh this guy was just buzzing you know he was just super he was just in it you know and uh super attractive experience and um, this dude was like yeah that's the guy that i want to ask to help me that's the guy and um so he whatever reason, he didn't ask him on the spot. He ended up coming back the next week and the guy wasn't there. And he came back the week after and the guy wasn't there. And so he went up to one of the old timers and was like, Hey, have you seen this guy? I was going to ask him to to work with me. And the, the dude goes, well, haven't you heard? And uh, the other guy says, no, like, what are you talking about? He goes, uh, after that night, that guy went back to his place and shot himself. Right. And so like, here's this guy that's Like what I'm getting at is this, this point of like, not being able to really know, like not, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Like, here's this person that was talking about all of these great things that have happened in sobriety and like how his life has changed and blah, blah, blah. But then at the end of the night, like he goes home and he shoots himself. And like, those are two totally different messages, right? Like two, they're two totally different types of things on an ex from an external perspective, you know? And um, I just thought that was really interesting, and that's not that's not super uncommon. Uh, that's not a really uncommon experience, but it was it got me thinking about what you were talking about,
3: read like this.
1: powerful story yeah so it's got me it's got me thinking like like it had me thinking about the the message or the verb or like whatever it was that occurred being the thing whoever's doing the message is irrelevant you're never going to know that but you can you can know what is occurring and the guy, it brought him back to to the space for two weeks, three weeks. It was like a fishing line. It was like, yeah. It's that old, and, and all the stuff we were talking about earlier is making me think about pure purity, pure action, pure manifestation, pure occurrence. When these things just, you know, someone says thank you, and you're like, I I wasn't doing anything to please anybody. You know, like it's just a net, na- like something things are just go occurring and, and if you're in the middle of the bed if you're in the middle of your the seat of yourself so to say you're 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 busy experiencing you know you're not you're not interested in in telling or or showing or just or anything you're just there and then they, these things like kind of melt off of you and that guy the you know that's so interesting it's making me think about like Kevin Spacey. We're not supposed to like any Kevin Spacey films now because he likes hooking up with with boys. And then Michael Jackson, I can't like Michael Jackson music anymore because he also likes hooking up with boys. <laughs> yeah. And it's like it's like, well wait a second, like is Michael Jackson the the creative manifestation that that I've enjoyed or is he something different? It's like all of a sudden I have to and you know, to get even deeper than this like You know what I'm saying? Like, wh- where
0: yeah, but do you- see, that's that's beside the point. Like, I have I can appreciate something for just what it is. Like, I can appreciate the guy that's given a talk that's creating a buzz and, and energy for you know for what it is. It's just that. But it's not a it's not personal. It's not a like it's personal to me because I'm experiencing it. But like at the end of the day, because of what he's saying, that doesn't mean that I I know him. Right. like when someone does something exceptional or like i deem it to be exceptional in my eyes based on the way that i see it like that doesn't mean that i know the person that doesn't mean that that i understand the person or like and that's that's what i'm saying is like there are these are independent things these are independent things like the guy that kills himself that's not personal because i did anything like i didn't that wasn't a i didn't there was anything i could do no but but you but you see the
1: message the guy gave right yeah. it was a message of hope yeah and then he kills himself yeah so to me i'm thinking about the the guy in the audience that like if we if we're looking at life as being like a a refract a, a refractor or for your individual experience that life is unfolding according to you like this is for you this is happening right now for you right then it's then it's then it's the in, it's the per, the person who's in that meeting seeing it it's not about anything other
2: than what they're experiencing right and that's the point that's all it is because that whatever that guy was saying there could have been 80 other people
1: in that meeting who'd heard him say this same spiel for, for 10 years and be miserable. <laughs> like they've right. known the guy for 10 years coming in, spouting the same stuff. But for that one guy in that moment, in that moment for him, that was exactly
2: what he needed to hear. Right. And then uh, such a teachable moment, right? Yeah. Because you think
1: you found something and this is what reed was talking about you think you found your guy you think you found the answer you think you found the person that's going to show you and and help you live and and and, and be and, and all that and then it's like oh no he's gone yeah he's
2: gone yeah but that's the that's the point though that's that's where the, that's where
0: like rec- recognizing recognizing myself completely as a human being having many different, you know, like what I say and what I do can be two different things and like understanding my, my humanness that it's the same as it's potentially the same as a guy that's creating a buzz with his words, but then
2: putting a gun to his head that night. Right. Like that's, that's the a human being that, that's a human being
0: and like what someone says or what i say doesn't necessarily mean that that's what i do that doesn't necessarily mean that it's i might have had an authentic experience but what i say and what i do can be different can be in, in different spaces like in, in di- can be different so so wouldn't you say and i and wouldn't you say that like at least for me the
1: philosophy like what is my individual philosophy right because I think that's—I I think you're spot on there. Like it's—it's it's the individual's responsibility to come to terms with how the, how they're going to live life. Like how right. what, is, what is your row down right. the stream? And for me, getting as close as I possibly can to the razor's edge of truth, where my words and my actions are in total alignment. Yeah, I don't say things that aren't true. Right. It matters so much to me. And I, and I feel like because that's the only way that, that we read was talking about the authentic experience for me. And this is just for me, my personal philosophy. It's the only way that life can be played. It doesn't want to fuck with you if you're not being in, 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 in your truth, if you're not being how you are. If my yeah. And, and how do you even get there? That's a whole other. That's a whole other thing. Like, how do I, how do I speak truth? do Is what I'm saying truth? All those questions occur.
0: Yeah. And I think Reed said it. And I think Anthony DeMello said it really well in his book, Awareness, but it's, that's what it is. It's
2: awareness. Yeah. It's being, it's being able to see like, and
0: I'm not saying like, I deserve this, but like, I've done the fucking work. Like I, I, I've done the work. Like I, I've got, I got interested in my life. I got interested in what, what was going on with me. And like, I had to go through all of that stuff. Like I've had to go through all of my ideas as much, as many as I'm aware of and like my own philosophies and see like, this is what was creating the actions that I took in my life. And this is what was creating the state of being that I experienced. Right. Like I had to go into all of that stuff and face all of it.
3: Yeah. But did you sit down one day and decide this is an exciting project or did
0: you get no, 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 forced to? No, that's the thing for me. It was fun for me. That it was a spontaneous experience.
3: Yeah. So I can't take credit for that either.
0: No, I can't. But what I'm saying is, is that like that moment of spontaneity, however that happened and look, I've, I've tried to figure out how it happened plenty of times, but like, the point is, is that something happened in my life, something happened for me, and I've been interested in, in my life ever since. Like, I've been interested in my life ever since that. Yeah, and so, so somehow it gave me the ability to, like, face me rather than point the finger at you guys all the time. And I don't know how it happened. I, I mean, I, I couldn't tell you. I have, I have ideas about
3: it, but like I, it just, kind of itself. the big, um, kind of the big paradox with what we're talking about. It's only yeah. interesting if, uh, you've had some kind of spontaneous experience that's made such things interesting. And if it's already interesting, then you're already going to be okay. <laughs> right. Right. It's like, uh, I don't know.
0: But how many, so how many people do you experience like at work and like at the grocery store and like going to dinner and like, how many people do you experience that are like actually curious about their lives?
3: I don't, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. I have an, like, I have an idea. Like, I don't think it's that. I think there's a few people I've met that are, I would say are, they're
3: curious, like they're interested, they, they, you know, they want to see what happens but but really interested in like exploring themselves the mind reality consciousness what i am all that yeah stuff. yeah yeah uh no it's actually an odd pursuit i would say yeah which is which is
1: weird right i feel like there's nothing else to do like yeah. what else would you do
3: everything else is a distraction from that essential i don't want to say that but yeah, what else would you do seriously? Or or earnestly, I guess.
0: So I I used to give out that Anthony. I used to I bought several copies of Awareness by Anthony DeMello. And I used yeah. to ask people if they were interested in like if they were open to reading a book. Yeah. And I would pass it out like I would give it to them. I gave it to four people, to three women and one dude, and none of them finished the book. They couldn't finish the book. Yeah. Now, I'm passing out this book because I fucking loved it. Like, it was great. It was like a kick in the ass. Like, I was, I was like. This was this is great. Like this dude, (laughs) I love what this guy's talking about.
2: Yeah,
0: you know, like I was interested in it, and it wasn't offensive to me. Like it was it was great. I was like, yeah, I understand what he's talking about. But then, passing that book out, and I I literally just wanted to see if people would read it. And all four of these people were all like. I guess you could say upstanding citizens, whatever that means, but like they were, they're well employed. They have, you know, like they have resources, like they're not, you know, they're, but they were interested in reading a book that, you know, might, they were, they were curious. They were interested in the book. Like they were open to what I had to share with them and they couldn't, they couldn't finish the book. And I would ask them like every couple of weeks, I'd be like, Hey, how's the book going? Like, what do you think of the book? And sometimes I would get a response and sometimes I wouldn't get a response. And then when I asked them there was only one person that got, I think one person got like four chapters in or five chapters in. Everyone else couldn't get
3: through the first two chapters. It's it's a painful it's it's an extremely uncomfortable book and for most it people it would, it would be a horrible experience to read it just like reading Christian Murray or yeah it would be awful. Well, it
1: because yeah. it challenges it, it challenges the the world that you've grown comfortable in. It challenges the world a world of definitions and roles. And
4: and,
3: and by 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 challenge like I feel like it doesn't quite get to the root of how quite how quite how challenging it is. Like it's it disturbs it disturbs the foundations upon which one has built their belief systems. Yeah, it, like it like the very nature of good is as critic as a key piece in most people's belief systems in which they exist comfortably like you know the idea of an absolute good and bad just for, for instance is people will almost violently defend that that exists um yeah you, you can't you can't mess with something like that
1: yeah yep. that, that is true can we get can we do something with your audio read
3: i'm in the car uh what well, no, does that sound like
1: it just it's it's tough to hear
3: Let me put in my airpods
1: that is true that that the idea of good and evil is so rooted in not only our religious but our cultural narratives our, Our
3: cultural is essentially a religious narrative too. That's the yeah. part.
1: I mean, yeah. everything that you, I mean, I, I still say, Oh man, that was good. That was excellent. I still say those words.
3: And yeah, well, so Peter mentioned earlier, by talking about uh, opportunity, opportunity, seeing opportunities as opportunities, there are different ways this can go and that's the end of it. And, um, you know, there's, Freedom in that because my first reaction to something like that will be to judge which choice is the good one and which choice is the bad one. Right. Like at any given opportunity, somehow it seems to automatically be split into a good and bad outcome or a good and bad decision, and that's just absolutely false. It doesn't exist. Yeah. And without that, without the overlay of good and bad, life opens up tremendously. um, In this. Not in the sense that like I'm suddenly gonna start doing things that are bad. That's not what I mean. In in the sense that like, just anytime there are artificial artificial fences around me, anytime those are removed, there's a sense of freedom and opening up. And regardless of what choices I make.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, even like, I think about, um, I think about the, that conditioning of good and bad and like how I was, um, uh, like just the, what I experienced as a kid growing up and like, I, I was like, la- I was labeled bad. Like there, uh-huh. like it was like the things I was doing were considered bad, like getting trouble in school, having, you know, being a a troubled child on all of my hockey teams and like not being a team player and um, you know, like too hard on myself. And like, it was all, it was this negative connotation. Like it was bad. And really it wasn't bad. I was doing, I, I was doing something I would, I was doing things operating the best way that I could at the time that I was doing them not understanding that maybe I could do it a different way. Like maybe I could have a different experience But because it was bad, I got entrenched in the bad idea and it just kept getting bad and bad and bad and bad and bad. Yeah. And then there were just little, little sparkles of like, good, you know, like my grandmother would say like, oh, you're such a good boy. You're such a good boy. But like in the back of my mind, I'm thinking everyone else is telling me that I'm bad. Like I'm always getting in trouble, right? Like I can't keep friendships. I'm getting suspended at school. Like it was all this this different stuff right and so it was it was so confusing because i had this good idea and i had this bad idea and that permeated my entire life like it like good and bad can be you can put different words for good and bad but it was like this or that and i'm operating in the world and i'm like i don't know which one it is like i think it's this way but then be, because it's always been this way i have to keep up with the joneses and like keep propagating that Keep you know perpetually taking action as that because that's my identity. I think that's my identity. And then every once in a while, I would do something good and like feel good about it or whatever. But then, like I never knew I was so confused. And then all of a sudden, I I recognized like no, it wasn't good or bad. It was just the, this is what you did, and this was the experience that came from this. And then this is what you did over. You did you did this, and then this was the experience that you that you that you had. Like which one do you ex? Which one do you are do you prefer? Like
3: how? Like, yeah, it's practical. It's there's no, no beliefs got to come into it. Like we were talking about at the beginning. Yeah, this is very practical.
2: Yeah.
3: And exactly. then what's more what's more harmful? Like the the behaviors you had that were labeled bad, or everyone's reaction to it. What caused more problems? What caused more harm? The reaction. Every, yeah, the people's non-acceptance of what you were doing rather than right. what you were doing. Was, <laughs> right. The problem was theirs.
0: Right. And it, and it keeps going and it keeps going and it keeps going and it keeps going and it keeps going. And then there's like, I'm so powerless. Like there's no, I, I can't move. And then hence the feeling of being in a fucking cage. Like being in a total, like a cage in, like a cage in myself, like just a total, I couldn't move. I couldn't move
3: yeah yeah and then yeah and that limitation doesn't exist but like we right these belief systems really are like physical boundaries in a way right they they, there's a feeling of physical restriction associated with these boundaries it's very odd yeah
0: and then that's the that's all of the stuff that Demello talks about in his book and he essentially takes a wrecking ball to that whole framework
2: right and yet that's
3: That is sacred. You can't destroys it. it.
0: Yeah. And he's like, No, Peter, you're not you're not good or bad. You just are. Like, you're not special.
3: You're a a terrible
0: idea to most people. Yeah. It would have been for me like eight years ago. There's no way I would have read that book. No way. No fucking way.
1: So so would you say and I'm just trying to I'm trying to connect my experience with what you just described Peter. Would you say that I w- I guess could you say that that life turned out the way it did for me bec- because I couldn't cope with all of this? I couldn't play the game, I couldn't adapt, I couldn't I couldn't cope with what the world was showing me and telling me, so I, I just self-destructed.
0: No, no. What, what I'm, what I'm, what I believe is that, that it was just an expedited path. Right. And, and then the only thing in my life that ever, like the only thing in my life that ever had removed that cage or that trap that I was in that framework was alcohol. And so like, I could put I could put alcohol in my body, and that would change my entire perception. my My entire it change it, it changed my my like there was no good and bad when I was drinking, right? And because of that, because of that, it it I don't want to say it forced me, but it 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 expedited it expedited that destruction to where I could come to a place where it was like, well, this is what it is. Like, th- this is just what it is. So, you know, it, there was no longer a label of good or bad. It was just, this is what it is. And so the, here, this is an opportunity. This is just an opportunity. So um, you can keep doing what you've, what you've been doing, or you can do something completely different that you have no experience with. Um, and be- maybe the- Because of that is what, is what changed it
3: the framework of good or bad keeps our, our actions limited and thus maybe prevents us from adequately learning or like more fully learning about what I am and what life is. And so it's like a, it's like a stunting mechanism to grow. Yeah. Yeah. It, it It keeps me from learning.
0: Well, think about, think about this too, right? Like even in our, even in, in, uh, even in like the recovery community or whatever, like, I mean, how many people would say to me when they found out that I, you know, was uh, sober would say like, Oh, you're doing so good. Yeah. Like "You're, you're doing so great. Like, I'm just happy that you're doing great. I'm happy that like all this stuff's going. And in my eyes, I don't look at being sober as good or bad. I don't look at like my life today being something good. It's not good or bad. Like there's not a, there's not a, I'm not, sitting there going like, Oh, I'm such a good guy because I'm, you know, I'm not in jail anymore. And I'm, you know, like, I'm, you know, staying out of trouble and I'll like, no, it, it's literally just, a. It, it's like, well, this is what it is, right? Like, this is just what it is. It's not, this isn't, I'm not, I'm not being good or bad. I'm just, this is what I'm being like, this is where my life led me to. And there's no, like, I mean, I don't yeah, see I- it that way.
1: Yeah, I had such a hard time with that when people would 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 share that with me about how proud they were of me and how good I was doing. Such a yeah. hard time. I
3: understand. Like you did it anyway. Like yeah. like it was my like like I somehow made that in, happen anyway. That's right. the other odd part, and like that's the, everyone's supposed to know that in an A meeting, but yet we constantly give others credit or or feel like we should be taking credit or suggest others take credit. Very odd. It's
0: but then funny. Here's the thing too. Here's the other thing too, is that like on the other side of the coin, I've I've met people that have had the same sort of label on them that I've had, which was that this like you're bad or like you're fucked up or you're messed up or you're this or you're that, right? Like all these different labels that have a negative idea associated to it. And like, I'm able to come into those situations and experiences and say, you know what? Like, no, you're not bad and you're not good. Like, this is just what it fucking is. Like this
1: is, dude, it's the most I had. What do you want
0: to do with
1: it? It's it's funny to me that the most jarring and enlightening experiences I've ever had have come from people that did not care. Right. They do not care. Yeah. Like that. And it's, I know it's unsettling, which makes me a room full of people that know what we're talking about. Do not give a shit. And it's unsettling but it's what no I, but like in but it's it, there's no judgment there's no good or bad you're sharing yeah. your experience like it is what it is no one yeah. gives a shit and yeah. that that can be jarring but uh has had in my in my experience has proven to be the the, the breeding ground of growth is when i realize like whatever i think matters or whatever i feel right my feelings right that's what wakes you up when you realize it's all bullshit.
3: Yeah. So when you're in a room full of people who are, you know, they're confident in themselves and their own experience and therefore they don't care. That's I think one of the reasons that can be jarring is that it's that's the total dissolution of personal power. Right. If someone doesn't care. I don't have power over them in any way. I can't make them think yep. what I want them to think. I can't make them have the image I'm trying to project yeah i can't i can't make them think i'm good yep there's i have and no power over such a person yeah and then in our in our normal daily interactions i guess we're always trying to project power in that way like by controlling the image that they have of us right
0: 100 percent, and that that's that's all through life like that that's just all through through life that's the that neutral person that doesn't, doesn't give a shit like that recognizes that it's an individual life. I mean, I used to have guys early on when I first, when I first came into this, this sober thing, like guys would say to me, they'd be like, Peter, I don't give a fuck about your feelings. And I don't care whether you do this or you don't. It doesn't fucking matter to me because I'm going to go home and I'm going to hang out with my wife and I've got a couple of kids and I'm going to run my business and I'm going to do what I want to do. And I'm going to live my life. It's of no consequence to me whether you do this or you don't. Like powerful stuff. And the guy, the dude's not bullshitting me. Like I know it. (laughs) I know it. And it was one of the first times that nobody was saying like, you need to do this or you need to get well. You need to get better. You got to stop being a fuck up. You got to stop doing this shit. Stop, you know, start doing this. Like there was none of that. It was just, no, this is what it is. Like, and I've been where you're at and I knew it. I knew it. And that was attractive. And the cool part is that today I'm able to come from more or less the same sort of understanding, not because someone said it to me, but because I got to experience it. And I recognize that what this person is doing isn't any of any of my business. It's not my business. It isn't. I'm available but I don't care.
3: That makes sense. Yeah, that's a, that's not a comfortable feeling. People want to be cuz I'm yeah, again like Yeah, you're right. It removes my sense of importance. It removes my sense of being special. Um Wow. Yeah.
0: It's a total it's it it totally it totally fucks the entire the historical narrative uh-huh it just it totally fucks it it's weird takes out all it takes out all of the emotional power
3: it, it's weird seeing how um how much a sense of self-worth or self-confidence is really based on other people's ability to be emotionally affected by me that's kind of what i'm seeing right now
2: mm. yeah
1: Hmm. Huh. yeah it's like it's like throwing a stone in a pond and how, however many ripples that you get shows you how important you um, are
2: yeah
0: yep wow. and i think that's certainly an element of i think that's an element of freedom like when i can be available but i'm not but i'm separated
3: but I, I don't have to make the ripples
0: Yeah. I'm not enmeshed with, I'm not enmeshed with the whole thing. I'm just like, Hey, like I'm over here. This is what I'm doing and um, I'm available, but I I mean, you're not going to fucking hear from me. I mean,
1: (laughs) yeah. All of a sudden you're the stone and the pond.
0: Yeah. I don't care.
1: And you're, you're, that's really what we're talking about here is you're playing with yourself. That's what life is. You're literally playing with yourself.
0: Yeah. And I think that's the most like that's the most important that's the most important philosophy, right? Like understanding it for my for myself, just for me. And it's changed a lot. Like this like where I am today and like how I see things is different from you know five or six years ago when Reed and I used to talk about all this stuff at Infinitum. I mean, we talk about this stuff all the time, but like it's it's just over over time, it's just become simpler and simpler and simpler and simpler. And it's not a it's not complicated, but like you know, it and I enjoy that. I enjoy the the philosophical piece of, of life. Like I enjoy seeing where other people might be accurate or might have authentic experiences and like listening and reading about it. And you know, like and then there's times where I don't I'm not interested, you know. I just I'm I'll watch you know, Beetlejuice on Howard Stern
3: for three weeks.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: You know, what I mean, like. It's interesting how, you know, we, we, we can talk about this stuff for years and years and like the stuff I believed or saw, you know, a year ago, two years ago, six months ago is not my experience, you know, now. Um, yeah. And but at the time, you know, we're talking about these things and seeing these things, It's it's true and it's authentic and it's helpful. And then it becomes, but it's not, there's no substance to it because it's, it's this, it's this fluid thing. Like yeah. what's helpful is allowing that to continue to evolve and totally morph into the opposite. Like, yeah.
1: It's learning how to swim.
3: It's, yeah, it's, like, like, yeah, ever- it's like learning how to swim, but then like not, you can't give definite positions to the the rocks i'm imagining floating down a river um, you can't give definite positions to the rocks and the rapids because you're moving with the river right so like any attempt to map out and and have a concrete way of what things are yeah and how to navigate it it you know and sometimes the river is moving very slowly and it works for a while And sometimes the river's moving real fucking fast and that shit falls any map you make of it. Like, cause the map I'm making of the river is centered on me who is floating in the river. Yeah. So it's always, always changing and updating.
1: Yeah. And it's not, it's not, it's not, um, it's your, it's your strokes. Like you're learning, you're learning your strokes.
3: And like, I'm, I'm the only one that's at that position in the river.
1: Yes. Yeah, no one right. else
3: can occupy my particular space in the river. Therefore, the right. map can't always can't ever completely apply to anyone else. Right.
1: And that's that's why the the experience of living is some form of art. Yeah. I and agree. So I can't, can't tell is. anyone else how to do their art. No it's not art if you do that.
3: Yeah. No. Yeah. Art teaters like that are the worst. Yeah. I had one in a elementary school. It was crushed creativity. Just tell me like I'm wrong, and that like criticize like. Never mind. Anyway, I keep going. Oh no, I, I've had
0: I had that experience. I, I wasn't ever a great artist. The only the See, only... That
3: statement doesn't even make sense. I know. We're told shit about, like that like that. <laughs> how can you not be a great artist? How can <laughs> it doesn't make sense? It, does, it doesn't. It's an absurd statement, and we we. We share it. We believe it. We're taught it by shitty art teachers. Yeah. So,
0: and so like Adam, you brought up like the point of like the mind or whatever. And so when, like when Reed was talking about the river, the way that I, the way that I see it for myself is that like, rather than being, and I've said this before, but like rather than being a, um uh, like having, having these oars and like, like like rowing, like having to row the boat, like upstream to get to where I want to go to, or like fighting the current or fighting, like, you know what I mean? Like struggling with the flow of life. The way that I look at it today is like, I'm always going down the river. Like I'm, I'm, I'm always just like floating down this thing. Right. And rather than having these oars, like I don't have an engine, I don't have any like crew or anything. But what I do have is a sail. And like I see my mind as being the sail. And like what I can do is I can move the sail. Like I can shift the sail like a couple of inches or three inches. Like we're talking like little, little movements, and then use the whole thing to move the boat. But and like
1: I, and, and my my whole take is that you are the river too. Like, so like it's not for me, it's not even about sails. It's about listening and letting and like letting things occur and like just leaving things alone.
0: No, but what I'm saying is is that I can you I can use what I have to to sh- to make a, I can make a shift but I'm not going to be in control. Right, but think I'm not about gonna it I going to be in control of how it comes to me. Think about it in the moment. How quickly can you adjust your sale?
3: The moment is absolutely immutable
0: well i don't do anything in the moment
1: yeah <laughs> that's true you're <laughs> you're right, you're right.
3: <laughs> i mean what can be done it's already here yeah
0: but i i, I see that like i understand that yeah i understand that And like, and I, I've shared this before, but like one of my things was, was finances, right? Like, like for me, I don't see finance. I don't like, there's nothing, I can't eat a dollar bill, like, and I can't like nourish myself from my bank account. Right. But like when you've experienced financial resources, like a, a, a resource that's at a greater level than the rest, than the rest of the game, like it. It makes life seem. It makes like like navigating the world. It makes it seem like it's uh, you know it's really easy. Like the you know it's you don't understand like people having a fear of of money or anything well, like that. Well,
1: right? this 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 brings us back to the beginning with the vision, because you are that like that's what you are right now.
0: Right, I understand that today, but I didn't understand that years ago. And so what I'm saying is is that. Like when the financial resource of the game goes to zero and there's no more energy to use, it's like having, there's no more like um, power left in my character in the video game. Like I'm on my ninth live.
1: But that's but that's what I'm conf- like, the, the the fuel that
2: is finances. Yes. It's just an energy. It's just a resource. And so what I'm saying is, is that in order for the, in order for that resource to, to in order for that,
0: that, um, that element of the game to revitalize itself and to grow, like to, to re, you know, to start moving in the other direction, like to start going up.
2: Right, right, right.
0: Right, like I had to move the
2: sail. Yeah. Like so I, that, I had that's, to move the sail.
1: That's, I would, I would say that's, that's another game. That's a game. Yeah,
0: but right. But what I'm saying is, is like, could I have stayed where I was hundred percent? Like I was completely peaceful with nothing. Like, I mean, with, with no, with no pieces in the game. Like I didn't have any resources,
1: but I think that's what we're kind of talking. I, I, correct. I may be off, off the mark here, but I, the, it felt like the theme of this whole thing was, was the game.
2: Yeah, yeah, but then you have games within the game.
1: A game in a game?
2: You have games within the game.
1: A dream within a dream.
0: There's different pieces within, within the piece.
1: So I started noticing this really weird thing. I started playing the money game on Star Wars. So there's a there's an economy there's and I can craft things and sell things and buy materials to craft more things to sell more things for profit. So I've been playing this money economy game. And it's the weirdest thing I noticed that in the beginning the numbers were really little and I was I was happy with a thousand credits here, 10,000 credits there. But as I continue to play the game, the numbers are bigger and I'm having to spend more money to make more money and there's this risk where it's like am i about to spend 250 million credits on these materials that might not sell i might not make a profit but but i'm about to cross that threshold and i did it earlier when i jumped from 10,000 to 100,000 like i'm about to cross am i am i willing to risk this to cross this threshold
0: right and those are the little see those are the little deaths that take place those are the little deaths that take place where i move into that that space and then all of a sudden another idea is challenged another idea that i'm holding on to is challenged and it's like there again it's an opportunity can i can i move through can i can i do that can i move through that that thing and let go of it
1: dude it's crazy cuz it's like i'm about to spend all my money on materials with no no assurance that i'll make it back but the but the likelihood is kind of high but it's still, I'll have zero once I invest everything into this.
2: Right. And what I, what
0: I'm saying is, is when I was at, when I was at uh, the resource of zero, when I had no, no energy, no financial energy to play with, I didn't even care about that stuff. Like it wasn't, my state of being was so pure. Like it just didn't matter. You know, like I didn't, Mm -hmm it it wasn't it was like oh wow like this is just what it is like
1: yeah you went for a year and a half and then you became a person again and it was like what the fuck is this
0: <laughs> yeah yeah right and then but but then it was like i'm i'm not going to i'm not going to reignite the old framework i'm not going to reignite the old the old stuff like i i'm just going to keep doing i'm just going to keep doing what i'm doing but then i got intentional of like okay well i made it a game i was like how can i so where does this resource where does this financial resource come from? Well, this resource, um, this financial resource of this financial energy comes from um applying skills into this game, into these games. Mm. So how do I so it was like, well, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up some skills. And so I started picking up skills. And as I picked up skills for myself, then all of a sudden I had access to other games. And as I had access to other games, that financial resource started, the financial energy started growing and growing and growing. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm not, I'm not doing all of this stuff so that I can get money. I'm doing all of this stuff so that I can become.
1: Yeah, and, and you get deeper levels of knowledge and awareness of
0: yeah, the table. 100%, but the, the... The, Right. But the intention was like understanding like, well, how does this, how do I experience this resource? Oh, I don't experience the resource by getting any of it. I experience the resource by becoming it,
1: being it. Yeah.
0: By being it. And then so then all of a sudden it was like, oh, well I'm being this and I'm picking up these skills and I'm doing these things and I'm moving my sails like I'm pivoting the sail along the river. Like use like using whatever it is to 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 move me in directions intentionally, seeing where it goes, not knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. But having, but trusting that,
1: yeah, that, but totally makes trusting
0: it to take care of me. And then here I am, you know, six years later, and the whole, the like, the financial resources way up, and I have way more options, and I can play more games, and I can do more things. Not because I was ever intentional about getting anything, but I was intentional about being something. Like, yeah, like, like being it. And the greatest thing is that it isn't a burden. It's not. It's not a burden. It's not like, oh, I've got to keep up with the Joneses or I got to do this. It's like, no, I'm having fun with it. I'm sincere about it, but I'm not taking any of it seriously. Right. So it's it's that whole that whole shift changes. And then I never I don't have any more worry about about the financial energy piece.
1: Yeah, because you've you you've have become you've become you become the guy that does the thing and the thing. This is what the thing does.
0: That's it. And that, that's not a good thing or a bad thing.
1: No, it's just, it's It's just a, it's a being. Yeah. It's a being thing.
0: It just is what it is.
1: That is, yeah, that was, it was so powerful when we did that vision board exercise, man. Like it was like all the ideals on that board. And then, and then you, you saying you are that like, this isn't something out there. This is something that you are so what does somebody that is this do
0: right
2: and then the question right elicits the action from within me right right it, it it's just simple and that that's where it, it it doesn't i'm
0: not saying any of this stuff matters but what i am saying is is that in terms of my life experience the the understanding that Whatever I am is whatever I experience, right?
1: <laughs> yes, that's why I say that you are the river just as much as the boat.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree with that a hundred percent. But within the with, but with the game within the game. Well, that's I'm, what your
1: your sails doing. Your sail could be your ears and your eyes. You're seeing the current. You're adjusting. You're acclimating.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that goes hand in hand with my physical condition with my spiritual condition with my mental state with the like all like the my whole the whole life
2: experience right is all wrapped up into that beingness. <laughs> well we got about a minute
1: left. <laughs> and real wizard reed uh, <laughs> left just as, as, un- as quickly as he came or didn't come,
0: <laughs> he had to grab a, uh, he had to grab a clove.
1: That's right. Uh, that was an interesting point. Cause he nailed it. Right. Like that. That's what the drugs used to do for me.
0: Oh yeah, de- man.
1: What he described.
0: Yeah. I remember that first, that first smoke in the morning, man was like, that was a out of body experience. That was like, <laughs> you know, it's like 7 30 in the morning and it's cold here in here in Atlanta and I get a cup of coffee. Like a nice cup of coffee, like an Italian dark roast or something, right? Like a good good cup of coffee with just a dash of honey. I got my I got my Marlboro Reds, the pack of Marlboro Reds and the lighter just looking right at me and I'm like Step outside and just just pluck in a dart and woo.
1: man so good oh wait so so is i guess i don't know yeah
0: can't be any can't be anywhere else with that first smoke in the morning no yeah
4: California. Such a Such a Such a en el pejo, en el techo, champana en el hielo, y ella dijo: Somos todos prisioneros por propia voluntad. Y a los cuatro principales hacen su siesta atacar a la bestia, pero no la logra matar. Mi último recuerdo and the por to the had the Hotel California Such a lovely place Such a lovely place Welcome to see Hotel California Such a lovely place Such a lovely place. place